This episode has been brought to you by Subject to Change Customs. Choose Subject to Change for all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Follow them on all social media at S2CLLC and get your four times dope merch on their website. That's www.shops2c.com. Yeah, hello, hello everyone. How everybody doing on um, doing today? Doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Doing good. Yeah, we have a special um episode um today. A real special one. Yeah, and, and this is in uh in honor of Mother's Day. So uh we have most of the mothers here today. <laughs> most of the mothers here today. So we so we're gonna go with that. And uh you know, first I want to say like I say is Jamie and his mother, Miss Elma. We have uh, Jermaine and his mom, Mrs. Jones, Kishaw and, and uh, Ms. Gwen here. Um, so we want to say thank, thank the, the ladies to, um, for being here today. And, Our mamas are here, y'all. We don't, right. we don't have <laughs> right. we reached the mothership. We are here. Exactly. Thank you for right. having us. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. It's going to be fun, y'all. <laughs> It's gonna be very. We're fun. gonna be on our P's and Q's, everybody. So don't mind us. <laughs> exactly. So Eddie uh, Haskell's in the building. There right. Um, so just before we jump into it, um, the previous month, um, fellas, we had like a financial goal, um, goals we made individually, and we just want to uh, touch base on that because that's the end of it. And just want to make sure if the fellas uh, reach their uh, financial goals. Uh, I know Gashaw didn't have a personal one, but he had one for his kids. I don't know if anything changed. You want to jump well, in? Well, um, nothing's changed as far as them. Like I said, they don't start until June. They start the financial literacy classes for kids that their aunt Martha will be facilitating. But for me, actually, I did. Um, I have started learning a little bit about the uh, stocks a little bit. Our uh, realtor, actually, Leonard, he does it and um mm-hmm. he's been kind of showing me some of the steps through like the Robin Hood app or whatever just trying to you know show me some eyes and ends what to do what not to do when to do it I mean a lot of stuff he was saying was kind of over my head but yeah of course you know it's, it's I gotta process it so you know I'm taking uh-huh. taking baby steps you know so I have actually started my goal learning how to invest in stock and Kisharo you gotta do your own reading too bro you gotta you yeah. gotta you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't done that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta start following. Yeah. Right. You take what someone says and then you go follow it up and see if it's true or not. And then more so more, by that. More so so you can get so you can grasp the, the jargon, right? The, mm-hmm. the the language in that world. So right. 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 Yeah. So what about you, Jermaine? You know what? I can honestly say I have, man. Uh, my biggest my goal was uh, I mentioned to you guys to purchase more stock. Um, and actually, as we speak now, my brother's actually having, remember I told you guys, he does these Wednesday meetings, mm-hmm. these stock meetings, right? And, and actually, uh, it's snowball. He has about maybe 15 to 20 folks now logging mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so, and I've actually been doing more reading just to get more familiar with the, with the language in the stock world. Yeah. But, um, taking baby steps, um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to. With Tim is now what I'm going to do this week is purchase some of those um, the coins, bitcoins. Which ones? You trying to charge a bitcoin? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Not a douche coin or Eurythrum or anything like that. Well, uh, 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 I'm gonna get some time. Um, the one that starts with the E because I can't pronounce it either. Right, right. Well, both okay. of them, all of them, all. Of them. I'm just trying to trying to Euthyl, throw yeah. them all out and all of them. But I, but to answer your question, Kwame, I did one thing. I did I, one thing that I omitted was uh, part of my business plan is to finish this book that I'm writing mm-hmm. and I'm closer. Um, so hopefully I said my target date is August, but I'm looking towards more so more towards July. When this semester ends, I'm only teaching one course in the summer and um, it's after American and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a whole month just to sit my butt down somewhere and just knock this thing out. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, I hear that. So, yeah, so, so um, man, I'm on my grind. My mom be looking at me sometimes like, you still on the computer? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Jamie, what about yeah. you, man? Yeah, so today we sold a bunch of stock. Um, it was a lot of dead stock. We I went long in cannabis. 
I think about two years ago, mm-hmm. and we sold a lot of that today because it was just sitting there. It was pretty much dead. Uh, and we're going to put a lot of that or that what we sold into uh, Eurythrum and just a little bit of Dogecoin because, believe it or not, that 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 particular coin is a joke. But of all weekends, mm-hmm. um, what you call it? Uh, Elon Musk is going to be on SNL yeah. this weekend. People protesting. Oh, it's yeah. a big deal. It's a big right. deal. So basically, it's like a it's like a bootleg Ponzi scheme lottery, right. and mm-hmm. you know, put a little bit of money in. If you put a hundred dollars in and get three hundred dollars out, come on now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Whether it's a joke or not, it's still two hundred dollars profit. Right. So um, we are, as a family, just um, I guess getting rid of all the dead dead weight we had. I had sitting out there. I went way too long in cannabis too early. And we're just gonna go along in um, some of those uh, cryptocurrencies. Right. So, so Jamie, check this out. Um, one thing I'm, I'm keeping. As a matter of fact, I gotta keep. I gotta check it out today. Floyd Mayweather is is about to um, launch a cannabis company too. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that's something. Floyd Mayweather Jr. That's something to keep your eyes on to keep tabs. Oh yeah, I'm all for it. Can I, can I ask a question? Pacific sure. Campus. Isn't um, North Carolina supposed to be? Um, Mm-hmm. Voting on the cannabis so it could be legal. Yes, yeah, on the floor. Uh, Representative Zach Hawkins, uh, him and I think three other of those representatives put it on the two of, or they put it in. Um, Who did? I don't know. The Zach Zach Hawkins did. Oh, okay. How they put it to a vote or gonna put it to uh-huh. a vote? Right. But it has to come be introduced to the floor. I think it's introduced right. the bill. Uh-uh. So I think it comes up on the next uh, docket. So mm-hmm. yes, North Carolina is up next. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna talk to my representative down here and check it out. Um Garland Pierce to see what's going on with that. Because mm. uh we do have cannibal store here, but it's not it's like rubs and CBD uh this this uh yeah. e-cigarettes and things like mm. that, but it's not right. real real thing. Right. So yeah. that's a good thing mm-hmm. to get up off the floor on the floor when it's you know, when it first hit. Right, ground floor. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's a C- yeah, it's a CBDs we're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Um, what about you, Kwame? Um, yeah, well, yeah, like I think last time I had the, the SoFi downloaded forever. Well, not forever, about a couple of months, but I actually pulled the trigger and put some money in the actual account like a couple weeks, couple days ago. And I did purchase my um my first uh share using that. And I I, I purchased like a just a couple shares of the Aurora cannabis um yeah uh, whatever and stuff so just to trying to see it how it does whatever just play with it i, I did want to buy like uh what's it called a dutch with a douche corn as you, as you yeah call it? yeah either i don't know what i'm doing or some reason i can't buy it i can't i can't use it on that the particular app and i bought the um i downloaded binance and i think that's like a mm-hmm. cryptocurrency um uh app where you can you can do i think most of the cryptocurrencies that you can um you can buy shares in. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't play with that part yet, but I did download it because I kind of want to jump on that train. You know, I feel like I'm a little late, but right. You know, yeah, you never. I don't want to be left. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't be left at all. But all right, but that's that's cool. It's like we all trying to like do other things. It's like we all talking about more investing in, in, in like in shares and stuff like that and trying to better our talk about money. Yeah. So this upcoming month, we're doing a relationship theme and. Uh, just real quick, I know we kind of it's kind of dragging a little bit, but I just wanted to to to, to go real quick. Is there any particular thing, um, any goals y'all want to do as far as like betting your relationships with anybody, family members, friends, anything like that? Opening up, you gotta just open up. We've been taught our whole lives just to be, you know, a man, and it's hard. I've been married, uh, what four months? I ain't cried this much in a ever. Just <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. <laughs> a bunch of crying, like I can't believe this. But it's me opening up and having to use my words and talk to my wife about mm-hmm. that's stuff. That, that's that refinement. Yeah. That's that refinement happening. You being, you being, you being trans. You're transitioning through that transitioning. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy though. I know that, especially if you're not right. used to doing it. No, trying to be a man. It's like no. She asked me some question. I'm over crying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I cried at my uncle's 70th birthday party. I'm so happy for my uncle. Like. Uh-huh. Hey, right. You're doing some inner, t- inner, inner feelings, man. You're tapping into yeah. that, man. Yeah. I'm soft. <laughs> hey. There's nothing wrong with showing emotion. <laughs> nah, it isn't. That's the crazy thing. 
Yeah. So you trying to so you trying to work on your you said your communication as far as mm-hmm. with your wife and and build that. Well, everybody just open it up more, telling people I love them more. Like, hey, I love you, and mean it, and not be like shame to like, saying it. To say mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Because like, I'm, you know, we looked at like, oh, you told me you look like what kind of childish mess is that? But it's not. But we're supposed to learn program, behavior. We're programmed from day one, man, to be so massive. Yeah. You bump your head as a kid, don't cry, right? But right. Bumps their head. It's like, oh, coddle her. But we're on go from day one, so I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. What's you, Jermaine? What is any any relationship type of things that you want to uh, kind of improve on or work on for yourself? Man, you know what? Um, I want to continue. I, so I don't. I don't do New Year's resolutions. I just. I just write stuff down and do it. I don't give mm-hmm. it takes twelve months to get it done. And in terms of relationships, man, just be more continue to be more transparent about how I feel about certain things. If I don't want to do something, just say I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, be more, like Jamie said, if I, if, you know, just express how I feel about people and genuinely um, um, be genuine about it. But um, just be more transparent, be more available for folks who are not vampires, who are not energy suckers, mm-hmm. right? Allow myself to be more available, which is if I'm doing something and I get a phone call, answer the phone. Right. Okay, that's good. Give them some of my time um, because, you know, we, we don't know what everybody's going through. So and, and these are things I've actually improved on. Um, I've never been a phone person just stay on the phone because I'm so my mind is always racing. But I have allowed myself to kind of like break away from that business. You know what I mean? Right. Um, even even now with my mom, I've been spending a lot of time like time with my mom, not just like down here, but mm-hmm. being and, there with her. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's, and it doesn't sting as bad, man. Like to, to be, I just get so wrapped up in work, man. Like I do, my, you know, my goal is to make a million between now and December. That's a goal, a real goal. Right. So mm-hmm. I get so wrapped up in that, but it's okay to take a, take a deep breath and, and, um, get some more. Look around. Right. Sharo, about you, man? Um, not. Really, I don't really have any relationship goals really to work on. I just think being, I guess, kind of like what Jermaine said, um, learn to say no because uh, I am always available for other people when they're going through stuff, which I don't mind it, but it can be kind of taxing at times. It's, like it's an opposite I mean. to me. Yeah. <laughs> you say he will be more available, and you say you want to learn how to say no. No, hey, here we are. Yeah, well, yes, I'm saying when he said he don't want to do something, oh, you know, okay. that's what I mean. Like, if I don't want, if I don't want to do something, I can just say right. no or just not. You know, I don't want to be not answering a phone call because, like you said, the times we're living in now, you just never know what's going on with people. So that's I don't want to never not answer a phone call. But I mean, just as far as not taking on everybody's problems, because I, I kind of got away from that before. But I feel like it's kind of slowly creeping back in. So I got to make sure I balance that. You know what I mean? Like not allow other people's stuff to really affect. I can be there for them, but don't allow it to bring me down. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. protect your emotional health too, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Toxic, draining, toxic. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and real quick for me, uh, I think what I want to do is, um, I think what I'm trying to do is over the, over the course of a month, reach out to maybe four friends and four, also four frat brothers that I haven't talked to over the course of the month. So I'm going to choose one frat brother and one just friend who's not frat and just trying to reach out to him and call and check on him just to be more intentional about it. So yeah. that's going to be my goal for the month. So twice twice a week, I'll try to reach somebody and talk to him in a while and just trying to catch him and connect with wow. him. Um, just, you know, so that's what I'm going to try and do for the for this month. Uh, good, so, good stuff. Yeah, 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 man. It's trying, trying to be a better person, man. Trying to, you know, always trying to improve. Right. Um, so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna ask, uh, I'm gonna ask one of the fellas a question. I'm gonna go to the mother one, um, right behind it. So I'm gonna start with you, Kasharo. So, what is your 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 biggest pet peeve, or like what's something that annoys um, annoys you a little, irritates you a little bit? Oh, that's all. I got a list. Just, <laughs> just pick one. Right. <laughs> just pick one. <laughs> um. I would say right now, my biggest pet peeve, because it hasn't left, it's been going on for a while, when people text me one-word answers. 
that like rising <laughs> at the wall. I do not like. I hate when somebody just say yes or no or whatever. Like I just hate one word answers to me because I don't know. I don't know how you're saying it, and I might be taking it the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? You can't so, read. In, you can't read um, emotion into text. You have to. I know. Take the I try not to, but that's why it irritates. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying? Why <laughs> that's why text like, so, you get so misconstrued. And the message is gonna be so misconstrued. Right, mm. but I just I just hate. It. So I'm like. If I ask a question, then I want yes because or yes this or no right. this. I just can't take a yes or no text. Right. Like I, that just irritates. What more behind it, basically? Yeah. Right. So that's my that's my number one tip. Miss Gwen, what about yourself? What's what's your biggest pet peeve? Um, for somebody to just straight out lie, lie to me. Liars, liars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a great pet peeve. Yeah, I mean, if, if you can do it or you can't do it or whatever, just be honest with me, you know, instead of, you know, just telling me a lie, you know, look at me straight in my face. And then, mm. you know, I find out later, you know, okay. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's definitely, that makes sense. Jamie, what about you? What's your biggest pet peeve? Right now, it's like um, rude people or rude things. Uh-huh. So, like, you know, the rule is to eat. All your food, I mean, all with your cutlery outside in, you know, it's <laughs> napkin and lap, you know, <laughs> one elbow on the table, mm-hmm. you know, talking with your mouth full. Like, I never thought that that stuff would be on me this bad. Like, uh-huh. that's rude. You're being rude. Uh-huh. I'm following the rules and you're not. You're being rude. <laughs> oh, it's man. so, it's, it's like, how do I come, Madam Curie, of all this? Um, how to do stuff and everybody's not doing it like I am. Oh, got it. Gotcha. Got it. What about you, Miss Elma? What's your biggest pet peeve? I got a lot of pet peeve, but one of them is Davis to move back home. <laughs> that girl will not wash them dishes. I get so tired. Of that. That's a business, right? Mm-hmm. She has a business. She she do all these pretty cakes and cupcakes and strawberries. And leave the dishes sitting there. Uses my dad on uh mixes like it's hers. And it's like, <laughs> and I'm trying to sleep. You know, I don't have to work, so I chill out, right? 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, whenever I want to get up. I hear that dad on thing running, <laughs> money, and here, she, here I am sitting here. And when she leave, I have to wash them dishes. But that's just one thing. That's Jamie's sister there, but um, other things is just right with the community. They call me all the time, girl. Call me this afternoon. Want you want some fish? I'm like, I just ate, you know. Right. I pick up food for my brothers and all everybody and deliver plates early. Then I eat a plate myself. Then she want to go get some fish. So therefore, I hate to say no. I'm mm-hmm. start saying no because that Cadillac don't run on air. You got <laughs> you got to get that gas. You got to get that gas. Yeah, you got to be available. Yeah, and that's too available. It has to be. And then when people call last night, the lights went out. Hell, I don't know when the lights don't go back on, but it's so nice. Um, I don't even answer the phone, the text, or anything. How long do you think the lights will be off? I don't know these things, but we got another lady that she she does that. You know, good for her. Then my phone won't stop ringing. We're in a meeting. I'm like, whatever. I'm <laughs> I like people. I love them. I love my love. Them. But man, when they call, I got a hole in my yard. I, my lights is off. My water, this and that. But I'm used to it. Right. I know how to deal with it. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Jermaine, what's your biggest pet peeve? Man, right now, my biggest pet peeve are people who are so wrapped up into this social media and <laughs> cell phones and to the point to where they can't separate reality from the virtual world. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I challenged my students a couple about a month ago to just like turn their phones off during class. The class is an hour, 15 minutes. They were like crackheads. They couldn't even stop twitching like Jones. <laughs> I don't see that happening. Right. Yeah. And it's, and, and again, listen, I know social media and all this stuff is a tool, like a hammer or pliers, any other tool that's a great tool. But 
I just think um, we can get so wrapped up into that that we forget to live, right? We forget to be human and we forget to, um, like, like all the goals we just initially said, like being available, emotionally available. A lot of times, believe it or not, we don't want to do, I feel like we don't want to do those things because we're, we're, we're on a virtual bandwidth. We're not yeah. reality. So my, you know, the, just the other, for example, just yesterday I was somewhere um, and this guy almost walked, he was on his phone, almost walked into me, didn't see me coming. Mm-hmm. On the phone. So mm-hmm. right now that's what's annoying to me. People who are just like so attached to this technology. Yeah, gosh, now man. I'm looking for my phone. Right, Miss Jones. What about yourself? Hey, hey. What's your biggest pet peeve? I have so many. Oh man, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> if I go shopping with a friend, go to the grocery store with a friend, I like shopping by myself while they go down the other aisle, but they always want to be with me. I don't yeah. like that. <laughs> I'd be nice though. I said, "Well, you can go over there." No, I want to be with. I said, get your own stuff. You can't be around me. So much though. Right. <laughs> you need your space. <laughs> Let me do it. I want to do me. I love it. Right. Uh, me too. I'll meet you on that one. Um, yeah. Yeah. And real, my big, my, my biggest pet peeve is just uh, I hate to be um, kept waiting. I'm a. Uh, uh, for time. Yeah, I'm a time value person. I don't know. Um, I don't know if that came from being online and we had to be early, you know what I'm saying? Um, to everything it was to be mm-hmm. early, to be late, to be, you know what I'm saying? To be on time, well, how it goes now. To be early is to be late. Right. Yeah, I yeah. To go now. But anyway, yeah, to early is to be on time. To early is to be on time. Is to be late. Late is, late is a, to be left. Right. Well, we oh. said something else. But yeah, but that's what I was trying to say, exactly. So I, I think that kind of like, stuck with me and that's how i am on most things so when i'm waiting too long i kind of get irritated because i try to be prompt to most things not not, not everything but you know most of the time i try to be that way. hey Kwame, but you know what i noticed that about you a minute ago i, I remember um you probably still do this too like you would come down to visit your parents and, mm-hmm. and wait for us and like where i might leave on monday morning when i come to north carolina you leave sunday at seven o'clock in the morning like you hit the road with like, i'm out know. i'm not trying <laughs> to be used traffic. to I don't try to be no traffic. I want to get home, last, enjoy the rest of my Sunday before I, I, I. The worst thing for me is to, to be on the road, come in late, you know, I have to go work the next day. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel miserable the next day right. versus me just coming home, get a chance to be settled, and then you know I don't feel like my whole day's missing. You know what I mean? So you made use of that Sunday. You got ready for Monday. Yeah. Or now, if I go somewhere and I come in a little late, I might take the Monday off too, just so I can have a, a whole day to recoup, and then. Uh, <laughs> And then go to work on Tuesday then or something like that. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, just to, uh, to get going, whatever. I, what I want to do is start with, uh, this is the Mother Day special. I want to ask the mothers. And, I, you know, and I, of course, I would call on the person. But, uh, what is like the most memorable moment uh, that you want to share that you have with your child during that childhood? So if... So I'm gonna start with you, Miss Jones. So, if Miss Jones, if you want to share, what's one of the most memorable things that you that that you um, remember in regards to uh, Jermaine when him growing up, whether you know a nickname or a funny moment or anything that you could think of? Oh, yeah, always been my little stinker. <laughs> <laughs> stinker, I got that. <laughs> Before he was. Before he was born, I wanted a girl. So when he was born, the doctor said, it's a boy. I said, oh, no. He said, well, you don't want him? I said, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I love him so dear. But he always been mama's boy, mama's baby, and always will be. I was frying chicken wings. He was about six years old, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He said, mama, I frying chicken wings and breasts and everything. He said, mama, I want a piece like this. He put a little elbow up, right? (laughs) Hey, Jermaine, are you still a wings guy? <laughs> hey, look, I cooked on the grill last week. All I, I cooked wings and, and the pieces and some steaks. That's all I eat, man. <laughs> wings and steaks, man. That's it. No leg quarters and all that other stuff. Just give me chicken. Good. Good. Yeah, never been no problem. You have been nice, cool. 
respectful and love education. And I'm proud of him. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, that's nice. That's real nice. And Miss Emma, what about you? What's a, a memorable moment uh, raising Jamie that, that comes to mind? Like when you think of like sticks out to you? I had Jamie when I was young, so I didn't get the chance to play with him much. But when I party at my house, you know, I come over here to my mom and them house and try to take him home with me. My daddy wouldn't let me take him. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but daddy, my daddy, if I thank God for my mother and my father because they really raised Sean and Jamie. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I was real young. So, therefore, um, we, like, grew up together. Uh-huh. I go and visit. And then sometimes I maybe could take them home for the weekend. May. I may be. And then we have parties over there at my house. So, Jamie and Fonte and all the little boys and little kids. We All the kids would go in the back room and Jamie in the room. Uh-huh. I don't know why in the world I would hide my stuff back there. You know, my little In the room. Hold <laughs> <laughs> They Little beers. Pony beers. <laughs> under the and bed. They found them under the bed. And boy, I didn't even know it because they was in the room all the time. They wouldn't give me no problems. <laughs> they said they drinking like we drinking in the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why they won't give you no problems. <laughs> no problems. They too quiet in the back. Memory lane here. Yeah, Miss <laughs> <Yeah. but. laughs> uh, Gwen, what's something that sticks out about uh, you know you have uh, Kasharo and raising him that that's just memorable to you? Well, <clears throat> starting from the beginning, actually giving birth to him was very memorable, and um, it really meant a lot to me. Even though I had him when I was in college, early age, but um, you know, I, I really enjoyed that experience and him being born. And then as he, I'll say the next stage when he was probably maybe three or four, um, we always would go to my mom's house, like 
weekends and holidays and one Christmas, um, I just had this thing. I was going to buy him this hobby horse, the old time hobby horse on the screen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, um, his, his uncle, um, he said, and he he loved Kishara, you know, especially when he was a little boy baby. And he said, well, what you going to get him for Christmas? I said, I'm going to get him this hobby horse. And he said, well, I'm going to get him this cowboy hat and the gun, the holster and everything. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and, he, and he did. And I was looking for that picture to post for y'all to post. <laughs> and and um, Kishara loved that horse and that he would, we had the hardest time getting him out of that cowboy hat. We <laughs> had to literally drag him off that hobby yeah. horse. He was just rocking, just rocking. I mean, he, he rocked so much, he would fall asleep rocking on it. He, you know, Lone Ranger. Just, <laughs> I don't even know if he remember, but that was I one don't. of the moments. No. Um, then he had um, this little red wagon, little red wagon, and um, I always would, because my mom, she was always like a neat freak and clean and stuff. And so, you know, he kind of like took that after me too. But um, he had this little red wagon and um, outside it was like dirt. You know, they didn't have a lot of grass or whatever. And um, (laughs) I couldn't couldn't get him to play in that dirt for nothing, you know. (laughs) And I would pick up the dirt and try to throw something in the little red wagon or whatever and he he would touch it and he would take his hands and wipe them off just like that, just like that. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and um, I mean, if you notice him, he he's sort of a neat freak today, pretty much. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But just watching him grow up, I mean, he's always been. Uh, he loved education. He's always been motivated when he puts his mind to something. You know, he. He does, you know, he is not satisfied until he gets it done. But, you know, my biggest joy and memory was going in labor. But when he came out, I mean, it was, it was just, it was all over. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh, and then one, let me remember this one, tell you this one. Um, His dad had a motorcycle Mm -hmm. and I took him to see him. He rode that motorcycle. And I tell you, that was one favorable moment that, I never forgot, and I think that's one that lives with him today, riding that motorcycle. Uh, Right. Well, I guess I'm speaking on behalf of my mom. Ain't the same thing. But but, what uh, what my body have to say about you? (laughs) Yeah. Well, she was she was equating about. um, She would tell me about like a brown pacifier that had two sides to it, where they used to like, I guess, turn it opposite the wrong way, so I can turn it around (laughs) the right way. Uh-huh. I guess they thought it was the funniest thing, but I think the reason why she probably say that now, because she see my son, you know, of course, through Zoom and everything else. And he, a lot of times, he don't have a pacifier all the time, but when he had a pacifier, he did the same thing that I do. So yeah. I guess when <laughs> when she sees him do that, it reminds, it reminds her of me when I was that age. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was one of the things that she had shared. And the other thing she was sharing that, which, which I can remember this, is that I always being good with directions which i am to this day so like i even at age four to five years old i can pay attention to what's going on where we're going at and i know how to if i go somewhere maybe once or twice i, I know how to get back and wow. yeah it'd be times where she was get lost uh and i would have to show her how to get back to where we were going at because even at like four or five you know years old so that was mm-hmm. those two things that she said that you've kind of, always had a good yeah sense of direction very good yeah. yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, it is. so that that's always been innate. So those are two things right there. Um, yeah, so it was some, some good stories right there. The second part I wanted to go into is like, and um, I, I don't know if the fellas does anything y'all want to share before I move on, or, or are we are we good with what we just in regard to what in regard to our, what we remember about our parents. Yeah, it could be, yeah, it could be, we could do other other thing or yeah, yeah, we can go into that too. Yeah, maybe we can just, like is anything, uh, Jermaine, I should go like that that stick, stick out about your mom that you know saying that you that growing up that you remember that you want to share. You know what? One thing I, man, I remember um, even when we lived in D.C. and when we transitioned to North Carolina, my mom, my mom has always been like like the foundation, like everybody ended up at her house or wanted to be around her energy. Miss mm-hmm. um, Miss Elma just said, she just mentioned like she take plates and stuff like that. To this day, 
my mom like she she's the nucleus thanksgiving holiday she takes food like to this day like last night well this morning i took some food to my uncle because i told my mother it was too late to take it to him last night so she um i just remember being little and just like people genuinely wanted to be around her mm-hmm. and uh when we transitioned back to north carolina she was the my mom was the one that started having like the family cookouts and stuff and um yeah. She's just, uh, yeah. She just, she just has a, she just has a, a, a heart, man, for folks, like for good energy and good spirits. Um, but it's some certain buttons you can't push for her too. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so you know it, right? Be right? <laughs> real, right? For real, for real. But, but, but even, um, like I said, man, she just, she just, my mom has always been that, um, charismatic, like fun, loves. She's just about good energy, like. Jamie, you know, you stayed in my house before. For oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, younger man, she, she's going to feed mm-hmm. you. She's going to make she she's going to annoy you because she's going to keep asking you, do you want food? <laughs> but um, but she but she but she's good folks, man. Like, real, mm-hmm. like real. um, and people people gravitate to her energy. So that's I, I, yeah. that's just one thing I always remember, like people always just wanting to be around my mom and her kid and us like this, this hour and me and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Who about you, Jamie? I remember my mama's keys, the sound of her keys. Because <laughs> keys. I'll be with my grandma and my granddaddy. And mama come in the house. I know it's time to party. Whatever everybody go do, whatever mama going, I want to go. Where you going? I want to go. Where you going? Yeah. And uh I always try I was um I always wanted her to be there, but it's like hard to be there for a child when you have to work. You know, you have to be uh, fiscally responsible for the situation. So my mom did show her. I would show out. So like I had recreation basketball mm-hmm. and mama came to one of my games. You talk about balling out. I almost <laughs> dropped the ball. That's how you was feeling? What? I was so excited. Something Somebody to show off for. Yeah. Right. Along my mom. I mean, you know, my grandma, my granddad wasn't coming out to recreation to see me play. Yeah. And it's like came to the football game. I had two interceptions that damn game. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> For like Deion Sanders at the knee. I was my number was 21. So I was just always trying to build my mama. My mama's here. Everybody like yeah. my mom's here. Well, guess what? Our mom's are the first woman, first on ladies that we showed off for anyway. You know, yeah, I, mean? I was trying to impress my mom. It was like cause she was always fun. Here's fun. Here comes fun, y'all. Here them keys. There's fun. Let's go see what fun's talking about. Right. Hey, hey Jamie, those keys were symbolic for fun. But look, Jamie, that's it. When I was in high when I played ball in high school, my mom used to be like. The only one fussing, get off him when I like will get hit on the ground. Or something. <laughs> She's ready to fight. Oh, that's part of the game, mom. Yeah. I'm trying to get through. Yeah, yeah that's like, Get off him. Like, get off him. <laughs> hey, Gashara, what about you? What is it? What is it? Stick that's about Miss Gwen that really just, you know, you think about coming to mom. Well, two things actually. Um, one is, well, I have many, but two right now is that. that um, she always had a love, and to this day, for furniture and decorating, and just you know, always trying to have like nice things. You know, that's something about her, which is funny because I ended up marrying somebody who was just like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, always want to decorate, like nice things, and you know, want to have you know good, but also um, just her always doing for her kids. You know, what I mean, no matter what. You know, like Miss Elma just said, or Jamie just said, like having to work, like we always had. You know, we mm-hmm. never really, you know, she worked hard, you know, to provide for us and make sure that we got what we needed, you know, and now we grown, you know, we can do for ourselves. And like she always made sure her kids. Were. So that's, mm-hmm. that's big that stands out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, I think for myself, with my mom, what kind of, um stands out right now is just like her sh- showing me a, a, a lot of things i think like playing going to parks i mean i, I remember like even the, the first time i made a sh- like a basketball shot in like a 10 foot realm it wasn't my dad showing my mom my dad was playing ball like you know <laughs> like playing a full court game but he was around but my mom was on the sideline just showing me how to try to like make the basket and everything and me being so excited um uh, just remember just like um just, just racing and you know like her jumping on my bike and doing like i guess her being young you know what i mean and just kind of <laughs> like that like in hindsight she was i mean at the time i didn't really know it but it was just like she was probably her 
her mid to late 20s at that point you know what i mean so it was yeah. just like oh man i thought it was the coolest thing in the world to see her doing those things whatever and stuff and it's just uh you know just enjoying moments and we, we real close you know we talk all the time and stuff too so they're, they're like some of the things that kind of come to mind right now but you know there's a lot of things of course but that's the first two things that come to mind all right so the other part i just want to ask the question is it uh is there a relation or was there a relationship with a friend or family member that did not work out uh that you wish that you could have maintained um i don't know if that makes sense or not but say say like if all right. Say, for example, like if a long lost friend or, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, or a family member where it might it might not had, you know, you know, not been in good terms, but you wish you had did something different to kind of make that relationship last or or, or, or better. And the reason why we we came with that question was because the theme is the relationship for this month. So that's how we kind of came with that question. So I don't know if you want to start with, I'll start with the fellas first. So it might be a little easier for the moms to, to get on to it. So, Kashara, is, is there a certain relationship that you wish that you could have maintained with somebody that maybe um, it didn't, you know, end the way you want it to or, or not as good as you liked it to be? No, actually, because. <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> <laughs> no, let me finish. Because I am someone, which I've said before on your show, if I allow you in my circle and I'm down with you, like no matter what, you know what I mean? Like I go hard, you know, for the people I love. So most of the relationships that I have, I still have, the hats I still have, even if I don't talk to them every day, mm. I still mean some type of contact or connection with them. However, there is a, a situation that has happened recently with someone who I thought was a friend and they kind of just kind of showed me their true colors. You know, they was under the presumption that I, we did something to them purposely, but they didn't allow us to explain what happened or how it happened. They just came up with their own story in their head, what they thought and didn't allow us to explain what happened. You know what I mean? And I even went the extra mile and reached out to a person and was like, you know, well, I apologize if you took it this way and maybe I could have did this differently. And the person actually was like, you know what you write, you know, I apologize too, you know, we'll talk and we'll, you know, hopefully we can get that. Thinking, okay, we're cool, we're in a good place. Well, a week and a half later, this person was triggered by something and he just lost his mind. Like, it's you bigger know, than you. Yeah, he went to name calling you know, oh. following on social media and all this type of stuff. So I'm just like, oh, okay, well, this is who you are. You've, you've really shown me who you are, mm-hmm. even after I tried to reach out to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like that that situation could have been different if a person would have just allowed me to really express what happened. And maybe one day they will, but I feel like now you kind of cross those boundaries. So right. Even if we do ever talk again, right. I'm not gonna move with you the same way. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna, we're gonna yeah, because the truth that came out. He already told you how he felt. Or, you know, right? And so, so that the situation that I'm currently dealing with now, because I, I really don't really be having too much beef with people like that. And if I do, I try to make amends with the situation. You know, even if we don't agree, I try to at least try to do my part in the situation. So that's okay. that's all. Gotcha. What about you, on Jamie? It would have to be with past girlfriends because, you know, most of my friends are still here, you know, as far as like in my life. And, you know, my girlfriends in the past have been like friends, like genuine friends, but you can't, you know, the life and love, you know, you have to try to segment the two. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm still a guy and a cue at that so all these women have become more available than ever so I cheated and, and nature of the beast I was not perfect and not going to be perfect but I do apologize for those things and I believe it or not I'm still friends with a lot of my ex-girlfriends <laughs> but they were genuinely good women or good people <laughs> <laughs> they're just like genuinely good people it's like oh man I, mean, I hate that I messed up that friendship yeah. over something like that but yeah it's it's it wouldn't be like 
men relationships because like I say, most of my friends I'm still friends with. If anything, it's just time that's got involved where it's like, I would say text my line brother or call him once a week. Now it's like, well, hell, we might catch up once a month and that's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Jermaine? Man, as I'm thinking about the question, I actually think um, it would be best if you ask some other folks that about me. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> no, but, but you know, and I say that because um, you guys know me, man. I don't, I don't, I don't project like negative energy. I don't, I don't. I'm not perfect, but I don't really have a lot of beef ending friendships. Um, mm-hmm. Defeat my my ex girlfriends, even though we're not, you know, we don't we don't date anymore, but we're cool. Um, so I can't really really say that. I will say is one situation this guy I grew up with. Um, uh, we we just grew apart, and I think um, and it's funny because and I never knew this until somebody told me. This. And actually, I ran into his mom um, um, about four or five years ago, and she was saying that he's in he's in well, I won't say that, but anyway, he's doing well though. He's doing well. He, he's he's pursuing. He's chasing his dream. But uh, we grew up together. We were real close. And um, I guess at some point, time is a filtering system. I think time helps to dilute your circles. And it, time helps to keep certain types of energy away from you. And that's what happened. He chose a certain path. He he chose the cool route mm-hmm. with a bunch of folks who now are, they're, they're in dead-end situations, right? Yeah. But, he, yeah. but he, he, he did come out of that. And he's doing well now, trying to pursue his dream. And um, I remember... I remember telling him, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. That's the last conversation I had with him. But he, I guess he felt some kind of way. Um, uh, why, I don't know, like, you know, um, about where I am and what I've been doing in life. But I'm like, dude, you you don't know what I, the obstacles I had to kick in, the doors I had to break down. So, you, you know what I mean? So I kind of felt some kind of way in terms of the last conversation we had. But his mom said he felt... Like I abandoned him and all this other kind of stuff. Like, well, wow. I remember the, that the, that the last book I wrote I actually put his name in there. I I I made him a part of that product. So um, so I don't know, man. I, I think sometimes people can like your success or you know when you when you do certain things, it's a firm reminder of what other folks didn't do or what they wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't regret that. Um, and I believe that any decision I make, I, at that time I felt like it was the right decision, so I don't regret it. Um, but um, but other than that, nah, I feel like I'm like a shower. If um, I'm, I'm where I need to be, I network uh, the way I need to the to the degree I need to network, and you know it's all good. So yeah. whatever. I feel you. I, I think what about my, you, Kwame? I think for myself, um, I, I think everything happened for a reason for everybody. I like I said, I think for most. Maybe like I said, past like female relationship for the most part, it I don't think most of it ended like in a bad way. We just kind of you know agreed to you know go separate directions, whatever, and just move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with friends and stuff, same thing. Like I, most time, not all the time, but majority of the time, you know, saying that either you just kind of fade out or whatever the case may be. But I know if anybody that I, that I respect as a friend, whatever and stuff, there could be misunderstandings or whatever else. And I think I told y'all too when we like a couple weeks ago, if we had, you know have you know sometimes misunderstandings or people might not understand something, or somebody might be insensitive to something, we don't realize what we're doing or saying. Right. But it's not because you you know mean to do something. It just, it just can happen. Uh, my point is is like yo, if we're friends, we should be able to go and talk. You know what I'm saying? And we might not even agree with it, but we should be able to hear each other out so we get a different perspective on what's happening. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what I try to try to go by. I won't, you know, I won't perfectly try to do anything. And I'm not saying that I'm you know perfect or anything like that. But for the most part, I just try to live by that. You know what I mean? And if I know my heart is in the right place, yo, so what can I what can I do about it? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I'm cool with it after that. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. Um, I, I to the moms, I know we did a lot of talking. I hope that helped a little bit. Miss right. Elmer, you ready? Jog your memory. You got, you got any any relationships um that you kind of wish that you maintain or don't? You didn't mm. want to maintain or? Who'd you call on? Oh, Miss Elma. I'm sorry. Oh me? Yes, oh. ma'am. I'm sorry. Um, uh, uh, my preacher, me and him fell out long time. <laughs> okay. Get to now, it. I'm telling y'all the truth now. I, That's I, the truth. I, That's the truth. I was a church secretary, mm-hmm. so therefore. 
he come in, he's an army man, he come in and tell me, give it orders. He ain't gonna bark no orders at me. But one thing, I was nice to him first. Whatever you need, I'm here. La la. Then he goes, I want you to do this, do that. Oh no, uh -uh. it ain't gonna change like that. Mm. So he's the preacher man. Yeah, he did. He thought he could do that, but I, I, he wasn't gonna do that to me. But anyway, <laughs> my cousin was the treasurer. I'm the secretary. Then we had a guy, he's a good guy, Josh. He was the head of the trustees. So we all worked together, and <clears throat> we worked with the former pastor. So we got together and did and got the church, the new church up with the committees and things like that. So when the, that pastor left, this guy come in. He was supposed to take up the rings and finish the second part, phase two. Oh, no, he come in there. He come in there to go to school to help up, and we had to help do this and that. But anyway, I fell out with him. I went back and asked him, you know, if I'm sorry for what I did and, <laughs> you know, trying to apologize to his butt. But he, and I asked him, I said, do you care for me? Do you still love me as a member? He said, no. I said, okay, cool. Preacher man? The preacher? Wow. He said, his, his, ego, his ego was He yeah. got to pay for that with God. God, he got the answer to that. I'm still there. I ain't been to church in about four months because they had to sanitize the church for my for my liking. I've had my shots and I went to church every Sunday. I sang in the choir and stuff like that. And that's the furthest I want to get away from that man. You know he ran for <laughs> that's right. you know and he right there beside me all the time. He's a child commissioner too. <laughs> He's a male protein. I say, yeah. But anyway. I'm nice to him, still nice. He coughing, so I passed him some chalk coffee drops. He's like, he the one said, you give back then. I give it to my head. That's right. Oh, no. I take, I take him. You know, I'm just like, I'm just nice like that. Miss Emma, tell, tell me to the podcast so you can hear how you feel. I feel. No, I feel. Yeah. one time good in a meeting, and I didn't mean to do it, but it just popped out. He talked like, no, nobody talk about me like he did. I said, oh, yes, they do. They talk about you, but you just don't know it. Oh, everybody got quiet. We all black boy and the, the mayor black, so we all ain't to talk like that, right? And he got, I said, God, I, I, get, I, I put it in the Lord's hand. I said, I'm not going to let this man word me. I've been sick one time, word racing and stuff, respect out. He ain't going to do that to me again. And when I did do that, I released him. I felt so much better. Right. Now, I mean, you know, it don't bother me like it used to. Then we had a ribbon cut ceremony. Who he stand beside? He stand beside me. I'm like, man. Maybe I need to make up. It's, it's too much too much interaction going on. It's <laughs> a small town, y'all. Uh, right. Man. Yeah, maybe I'm going to be here, too. But anyway, yeah. um, Jamie didn't have to come down here and get him, so... Right. <laughs> that's a plus. I got two, yeah, I got a plus. two brothers here. They didn't do anything about right, it. Right. He yeah. he know his boundaries with me. Yes, right. That's all that matters. Yeah, he's mm -hmm. the uh, right. thorn in my side, so I had to pray real hard for that one. <laughs> real hard. But my ex-husband, I ain't talking about him. He just out the picture. I don't want that. I don't yeah. want to talk about that. Miss <laughs> okay. Jones, what about yourself? Is there, is there any relationships that you wish that it could, you know, be different? No. Yes. I got it. Oh, yes. you talking about her? I agree. Answer some more. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't shit. No past relationships. No. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. Yes. Yes, Chris, I have a real close lady friend. Like, mm -hmm. we were like sister, friend, mm -hmm. real close. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. It wasn't me. Mm. And uh, I don't see her. She'll come back sometime. But I know what it was over the years, years ago. I, I, I should date somebody. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. she won't no friend of mine. But I uh, <laughs> that's the truth. She treated her nice. She was harboring <laughs> some feelings back there, huh? I Dang. stuck by her through and still she coming out, I'm still treating nice. But she can't yeah. be like, me. I'm just who I am. Right, right. God mm -hmm. made me who I am, you know. 
So that's how some so-called friends are, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Life go on. Right. Sure does. Right. It does. Miss <laughs> Gwen, about yourself? Well, I guess Kishara and I are a lot of like, um, I don't have a lot of what you call true friends, maybe two, but um, I don't lot of I don't let a lot of people in my circle either. But I'm a people person. I love people. I do anything for anybody. But like Jermaine said too, uh, you cross me, then I'm done with you. I can feed you out of a long handle spoon, but <laughs> otherwise. You can't get too much more out of me than just that spoonful. But um, I still love you. But once you cross that line, that's it. You know, that's it. Yeah, I understand that. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Did your mom have one? Oh yeah, yeah. She sure did. I'm gonna ask that shot. Yeah. Oh, when I asked her, um, she was saying that um, they uh, one I guess her friends that she, that she grew up in middle school and high school, they was real close. And um, it wasn't a falling out or anything. It just that they kind of drifted apart. Uh, my mom, when she she um, left high school, when she went to Shaw University, and her her, her best friend, she ended up going to A and T. So, so um, my mom's younger sister behind her, she ended up going to you know A and T like a year later, whatever the case may be. So <laughs> they got real close. Um, her my mom's best friend, and I guess her sister got real close, and. A monster, she kind of felt a way about it, even though it was nothing, you know, it was nothing that happened per se. It was more proximity, you know, like proximity, yeah, being close, yeah, yeah, right. you know, like she, you know, they from the same hometown, they you know, they're going to school together. So now my mom's in Raleigh, while you know, while my, my aunt and her, you know, her best friends in Greensboro. So naturally, this kind of like they just kind of got closer and they, mm -hmm. um, just they got real tight, you know, even to mm -hmm. the point in like years and years later. Uh, matter of fact, she had just passed away maybe like a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so she she recently, yeah, it might even be a year ago actually. But um, yeah, so I didn't even know that story, whatever, how close they uh, were being to how my mom said she was kind of like, kind of feeling, uh, you know, harboring, not like ill will, but she felt away a little bit, you know, but then you know, she ended up, you know, meeting my dad and having me have her own family and stuff like that. So she kind of, you know, out of sight of mind, but I guess it, you know, that was something that she kind of wished she might have handled a little differently. So handled differently as far as her feelings, I guess. Managing feelings. Managing her feelings because she said right. she never did anything wrong to her. It was just proximity. Other than just go to different schools. Schools and then they, you know, they reside in Greensboro, my aunt and her, and they got real close and they just, you know, Aww. so it was never no beef. It was just more my mom felt like she was losing somebody versus, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, right. it was that. So so you got the dose of dopeness? I do, I do. So moms, I don't know how much familiar y'all are with the show, but every episode we try to highlight our black business um, <clears throat> or entrepreneurs or you know, just our black people doing good things in the community and in the world. So this is our dose of dopeness, dose of dopeness segment. And this episode I wanted to, we wanted to highlight some young king and queens out here who are doing their thing at very young ages. And um, tonight's feature goes to this 11-year-old girl. Uh, it's actually my daughter's best friend. Her name is Peyton Pollard. Okay. She has her own ice cream business. And um, okay. it's called Peyton's Sweet Confections. And it's handmade, handcrafted, premium ice cream. And oh. it's so good. I'm telling you, like I don't even like ice cream, but I almost ate a whole quart of it. Just <laughs> A taste of it <laughs> so it's really really good um she has like a lots of flavors um she even got one called black lives uh, black lives matter that she named uh, oh, so many so if you're ever in the dmv area please check her out it's peyton's sweet confections um her website is peyton's peyton's that's p-a-y T O N S C O N F E C T I O N S dot com. You can also find her on Instagram at Peyton's Sweet Confections. And that's awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Eleven years old, huh? Eleven years old. All right. Dorothy. That's all right. Okay, that's what's up. Right. Right. Dang. So, wow. Dope. Um, so ladies, we want to thank y'all again. 
for being here with us on this special episode. Without you, there is no us. So <laughs> literally, <laughs> right? Literally. <laughs> Thank y'all for that. But also, um, before we close out, I just wanted to say, um, just knowing all of you ladies, um, I've been in every single one of your, your homes. You all have fed me at some point in time. Um, <laughs> the common thread I see with all y'all, and it just kind of like, you know, warms my heart is that you're all giving people, you all have like big hearts and you all love God. And I don't think we can ask for anything more than that. So yeah. we just want to say thank y'all again. Happy early Mother's Day. Yeah. And we love y'all. Yep. So we dropping May 10th. Love y'all too. Thank you. Thank y'all. And so before we go to our right. you're so welcome. We appreciate y'all. Um for our quattros out there, don't forget you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Four Times Dope Podcast. You can on Twitter at Four Times Dope Podcast One. Don't forget about our merchandise that we have on sale. We got some hot dope shirts coming your way. You can check us out. Um, at www.s2c.shop.s2c. My bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, www.shop.s2c.com. Thank you for that, brother. And also, yep. if you want to hit us up for a sponsorship or any concerns or comments, you can check us out at four times podcast at gmail.com. And before we wrap, we want to just want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And we love y'all. Until the next time.